Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, and welcome to the 60th episode of Executive Presence Morsels. If you're joining us today, I am so excited that you are here. We've reached 60 daily episodes delivered every weekday at 7 a.m. to help you get more executive presence. It's an important milestone, and that means I only have roughly 200 more episodes to record for you. That was my commitment for the year to do a full year every weekday, which works out to roughly 261 weekdays, depending on the year. So super excited. I just wanted to acknowledge that and say thank you for your support. I really appreciate you listening, uh, sending in messages, and asking questions. So today, we're going to talk about a way to better connect for executive presence. And this specifically has to do with the sixth degree of executive presence, the state of being, of being engaged, right? And I often use the metaphor of the gears, right? When the gears are connected and engaged, that means as each gear turns and moves, it affects the other gear. So the gears can work together as opposed to spinning at their own speeds or trying to affect the other, but nothing's really happening. That's not really a great way to accomplish things. And people look for that level of engagement in their leaders and for someone who has executive presence. But there's a problem. Have you ever noticed there are some leaders where you either go into their office because you have a problem and you ask them something, or they're maybe talking at a large gathering, and all the words they're using sound really great. You know, they're big, fancy, you know, long three, four syllable words. But after a paragraph or so, you're not really understanding what they're saying, right? They could talk for five minutes and you could still be like, I'm more confused now than when I went into the office. I have no idea what this person is talking about. Now, let me be clear. It's not necessarily because the person doesn't know what they're talking about. I'm going to assume that most people do have some level of expertise or knowledge to still be in the position they are. Not always true, but I think we can generalize in most cases it is true. So what's going on? There's a trap here. I think a lot of times we get trapped or we feel more comfortable speaking in jargon, right? Techno-speak, because it sounds good and it sounds impressive and you sound like a high-paid consultant. But at the end of the day, if the person you're talking to doesn't understand what you're saying, and can't connect to it, you haven't really accomplished much other than, I don't know, a a recording that someone could play back and someone who actually understands what you're saying could be like, wow, that's great. But for the person who's right in front of you, the audience that you need to feel your executive presence, you've actually failed yourself and you failed them because you have not connected with them in a way that gives them confidence in your ability to lead, right? And you have just failed in creating that presence which you could have 
if you had spoken in a way that connected. So how do we do that? What's the solution? One very easy and powerful way that is often overlooked, it's almost so simple we don't even think about it, is to speak in metaphors. So what do I mean by a metaphor? Very simply, it's just using an object or another concept to compare to the information you're trying to communicate to make it more accessible. So typically the metaphor is something more normal, ordinary, it might even be a, a concrete uh, object, or the concept will be a very familiar concept, and you use that as a bridge for the concept that you're trying to communicate. And notice what I did just there? I used a metaphor, right? The bridge of understanding. Everyone understands a bridge and how you need a bridge to get from one side to another. So intellectually, or even from an empathetic standpoint, to make that connection, it's useful to have a bridge, and that's where metaphors can come in really handy. So what metaphors might you want to use? Going to give the classic lawyer's answer. It depends. It really just depends on the situation and perhaps just as, if not more importantly, the audience. Does the metaphor resonate with the audience? If you're talking to an audience of people who work at a construction company, their metaphor may be very different than the metaphor you use at an aerospace company, right? No metaphor is better or worse. It's just what will be connecting with that particular audience. And of course, it goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway, the metaphor has to connect with the concept that you're trying to communicate as well. So just some quick examples. Metaphors that have to deal with growth are often sort of nature examples, like a tree or a garden. Something that's hidden might be light and darkness, or a classic in leadership is sort of the iceberg, right? What's on the surface and what's below. Um, for something that's very difficult, it could be a fire or a, a rock or a boulder type metaphor. And you can see as I'm saying those images and those metaphors, you kind of have a feeling and you have a visual image of that, which when it's connected to a concept that I'm trying to communicate, it helps you understand and it gives it sort of a deeper feeling and resonance. So leaders with executive presence, that's a tool that they often employ in their executive presence toolbox to engage and connect better with others so people will feel you have executive presence. Well, thanks so much for joining us on episode 60. As you go throughout the day today, it will be great for you just to reflect on what sort of metaphors do you see or could you employ to better communicate and see the response on people's faces, right? See how they respond and that moment where they're eyes sort of click and they connect with the metaphor versus when their eyes glaze over because you've been talking in the abstract so long and it's very hard to hold the person and you lose them. Well, season seven starts um, very soon, uh, the next day, and we have all sorts of great things for you in season seven. We're going to be talking about a special process that I've come up with to generate executive presence. We'll talk a little bit about imposter syndrome. I'll share a really cool Korean concept called Nunchi, uh, which I believe has a lot of applicability to executive presence. And I'll share a little bit about stories based on some things I learned from a fabulous book by author Kendra Hall on stories. I can't wait for you to join us 
for Season 7, Episode 61. Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Congratulations. You made it. We made it to season seven of Executive Presence Morsels. I wanted to share something with you that I really get a lot of benefit and enjoyment out of. So when I'm talking to someone or coaching someone on executive presence or leadership principles and strategies, sometimes I get such tremendous insights and ideas which just blow me away just as we're discussing things and I ask an open-ended question. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to use that. I'm going to fold that into my own coaching and teaching. And I just love the diversity of thought and the innovation that people have. And oftentimes people have these amazing answers and they don't even realize they have them. They just need to think about them or look at them in a different way or have someone, a friend, a coach, a trusted coworker kind of pull it out of them. So what I often do is sometimes I even work them into these episodes and I do give credit where credit is due. So what I'd like to ask for you as season seven begins is a very specific question. So we've been talking a lot about the principles of executive presence, and I'm curious, how would you take these principles or even your own? Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty executive presence morsel.